Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. Your host, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, with Thomas Thrash and Barry Grooms, presented to you by Hootens.com, your source for Arkansas high school football. You are now Between the Mats. Welcome to Between the Mats. I am Matt McJunkins, and we are here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. With me is Maddie Wilcox. How you doing, Maddie? Good, brother. How are you? I'm doing well. And over here to the left is from Hootens.com, Thomas Thrash. How are you, Thomas? I'm doing great. We are out. Uh, Misses a couple of guys tonight with Kevin Bohannon and Dusty Clark out, but we have a special guest tonight. And and yeah, and. and- really kind of up in our game <laughs> yeah yeah like we go we, we we're kind of maybe out putting our coverage here but we do have a special guest we've got a man who needs no introduction that is coach kevin kelly how you doing coach four, kelly four time state champion doing okay how are you academy we're doing good we're doing good yeah he's a PA full four times state that, champion. Thomas. i knew, I, knew I, I was setting you up to to, to correct me what is it, it, was, it, was, it, it was at least four or five yeah. <laughs> hey, Coach. Um, your wife is—is is she from Columbus? She is from Columbus. How okay. in the world he's, you know I, that? he's mayor so, of down there. <laughs> so I, I'm from Middle Springs. My family's off okay. off from Saratoga. So I was actually in Saratoga this weekend uh, hunting. Okay, which mad am I? Which mad am I talking to? McJunkins. McJunkins. Name. Yeah, Matt McJunkins. So um, she probably knows some webs. Uh, maybe yeah, Ke- she's Ke- really good friends with Kelly. With Webb. Kelly, okay. So yeah. Kelly is a cousin of mine, and, and I used to work for the Webs there uh, on their farm when I was oh, growing okay. up, and and g- still good close friends of mine. Actually, uh, Kelly and her husband are good customers of mine here in the insurance world. Uh, but yeah, it, just just great people. I, I still love going down there, and that's that's still home. Coach, coach, I yeah, saw I people. saw a picture. I think Sheldon posted of you at the Catholic PA game. Did they uh, uh-huh. make you pay? Do you have to pay uh, to go to PA games? Uh, they tried to make me pay, but I talked my way through it. Okay, okay. I, I can try to get you. I figured. Next. I figured the. Tri- I didn't think the AAA needed my five bucks or six bucks or whatever it was. <laughs> well, yeah, don't be too sure about that. <laughs> Two or three weeks ago, I went to equipment game and I I grabbed my Harding uh, sideline pass and I was like, it's gold. They'll probably they probably wouldn't look at it. Nobody even looked at it. I just walked right in. <laughs> yeah, if you walk in like you own the place, usually <laughs> I've done that. I've done that at college football games, walk down on sidelines that I didn't belong on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Walk past security. I went to the old Miss Press Box and here? had a buffet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Coach, tell, nice. us, tell us a little bit about what you're doing now, um, now, now that you're out of coaching, and just kind of tell us what, what you got in, in plans for the future. And real quick, this is the Cooper Wilcox's dad right <laughs> yeah. here. The, Cooper, the Wilcox's Cooper Yes, dad. that's right. Who I who I really enjoyed watching play. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Really, really enjoyed. I mean, I, I think he probably told you that. Yeah. Um, the uh, uh, now I'm doing uh, uh, as we speak. I'm putting the first and foremost thing I'm doing is is uh, me and John Flake, who's a uh, real estate guy here in Little Rock, Pete Bishoni, and my son Zach, uh, and Tyler Wilson really helped us out a lot. Is uh, we're putting in a uh, something called Kid Champion that develops. It's a motor skills development uh gym for like two to ten year old kids okay and uh a guy down in dallas was building one really thought it was good for kids and golly two years later he had 26 of those things so there was really a need for it and it's a way to get kids ready to participate in sports and the reason why i'm doing it uh, one of the reasons why 
is uh, when we put my daughter in basketball and she's like eight years old, she comes home that day. She's like, I don't think I want to play anymore. And I'm like, why not? And she's like, well, I'm just not as good as everybody. And she didn't mean necessarily the basketball. She's like, they all run different and faster. and They can jump higher and this and that and the other. And, and I thought, God, eight years old, we're already behind. And what I hate is I love sports for kids and the things they get out of sports. And my daughter never really wanted to do them, which was just crushed me because I wanted to get all the things, same things out of her that out of them that me, my wife, and my son had. But she didn't want to because she felt like she was behind. So sure. what we want to do is give kids the opportunity when they first go into that their first sport, they've got some confidence. They've been with other kids and been performing in front of other kids and and attain goals and 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 they're just better at those things. And so. Uh, we're, we're putting that in. That'll be, that'll open in January. And then I'm doing a little real estate on the side. And then I'm pretty cool. Uh, I'm getting my football, um, need met by, a, I'm contracted with a school in New Jersey and in San Antonio and watching film with their coaches on Zoom and kind of processing and helping them with their game plans and stuff like that. And I'm doing a little bit of stuff for uh, a couple of other, uh, couple other, uh, higher level programs in the country too. So I'm, I'm, it's pretty cool. And, and it's key, like I say, it's kind of meeting the need I have for football. And then I'm just watching a lot of football. Well, Quenching awesome. that thirst, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's different coming on the sidelines for me now going to coaching. Like uh, I'll see some guys, I'll, I went to the Bryant game and they're up big the other day. And this is a couple of weeks ago and they're yelling at Buck James, you know, to run the ball, pass the ball, you got to do this, you know? And, <laughs> yeah. and I start thinking, you know, like everyone's getting that. I don't miss that at all. Yeah. So no one yells at me when I'm filming on the sidelines. <laughs> so, you know, you, usually well, the coaches do that the way. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was going to say somebody probably is, but <laughs> you're right. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a strange, I mean, everybody says it. I mean, everybody says what I'm about to say all the time, but it is so true. It is, it is just an odd profession when everybody gets to watch, you know, what's equivalent to, you know, your surgery or your hmm. test or, you know, your sales presentation and judge it and yell at you while you're trying to do it. And they all you know, think I they're mean, experts. We, yeah. yeah, we don't get to go yell at a doctor. Don't cut him there. Don't cut him there. <laughs> you're in there, you know, or guy's bleeding out over there. What are you doing? You know, because when the surgery we goes bad, go, we're, we're not there yeah. yelling. Well, I would have done it this way. Not, yeah. You know, but but think about how much harder would it make it for the guy? Yeah, that's exactly right. Doing the surgery or same thing. If you're doing a sales presentation, you know, mm-hmm. you're trying to real in this company's business and we're in the back row yelling out you're an idiot what are you doing showing that you know, you know so that, I mean, it's, a, it's kind of funny because that, that, hearing you talk about that makes me reminds me of the line from the the program the movie the program where he says uh uh eighty thousand doesn't show up for a science fair project yeah, that's, that's right. a fair brian quote <laughs> oh yeah yeah he said uh, yeah well, said, well i don't have a, you know you don't have fifty thousand for showing up for a math test <laughs> Well, coach. I, yeah, that's what that, we we used to say that all the time to our teachers that would gripe. And go, oh yeah, I'm sure. You know, <laughs> they would gripe about stuff. You know, they'd be like, "Well, why aren't you making them come to the faculty meeting?" Well, they're the money makers. Well, because they're the you, money makers. Because you don't have yeah yeah you, well, no because you don't have five thousand people watching you give a math test to yeah. see how your kids are performing. You know, that's right. so and great and grading you on the way you administer the test. You know, yeah, we have parent teacher conference every Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, we did that, yeah. I, I wish you luck on your new endeavor. Uh, we It's something uh, me and Matt have talked about on our program before, and I think you've probably seen this going forward too, is just not only uh, the motor skills and the development of these young athletes coming up, when they do get behind the social and emotional 
beat down that they take from their peers for sure and and so you yeah. know you know the strain and the stress of being an athlete especially at the high school and collegiate level and i think if you can you nip that in the bud at a young age and make them feel not so inadequate i think that's a huge thing well and i told i told that's my, a big part of it uh, we were when i was at home this weekend uh talking to, to my parents we were eating supper and my kids were there and, and, and i said i we're talking about how confidence and i want my kids to be confident i want them to be humble but i want them to be confident because i felt like when i played college ball i wasn't ever confident that i was i should have been there sure and i was starting football games and i didn't feel like i should be there you know i never felt confident and looking back as a grown man now i'm like i should have felt like i was the best player in the county in the school yeah. whatever and and the, the guys right. that are the best believe that that's right yeah I, I i definitely yeah remember you know Sorry, go ahead. No, when I was I was about to mention you. I, I, whenever Thomas was the first quarterback that I ever got to coach, when completely the system was mine offensively, I still wasn't the head coach. But and you know, I, I remember, and I've actually apologized to him for it. I, I was so hard on him. His mom and, apologized to me every game. <laughs> every <laughs> she would come to me and say, you "No, know, after every game, even the ten touchdowns, she'd be like, hey, it wasn't as bad as Kevin said.'" <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean, she would all, but, always. But, but, but you know, the, the, the only good thing is, and, and uh, slowly but surely I got better and better at it. You have to let him enjoy it, that kind of stuff. But the only good thing was is, is I could have really been hurting his confidence. But fortunately, my first one, Thomas was never lacking confidence. Yeah. He really did. No. Walk out there. But what, no, what, but I, what I, really I did, was, uh, you know, I got so nervous for games because, you know, we passed the ball. You remember, we had games – we didn't have a we run play. We didn't run the ball. We didn't did run not, the ball at all. No, I know. Remember, you celebrated it. We were fifty-five to nothing against Lamar, and you started celebrating at the time round. She said, and I had no idea what you were doing. You said, "We have zero run play, zero <laughs> rushing zero yards, run. zero rushing everything." He's like, "That's never been done." <laughs> I was, I was out to prove. I was out to prove that people said you win by because back then, oh, it yeah. was run the ball and play defense. That's right. That's how you win. You you run the ball and play defense. I was out to prove that you didn't have to run the ball. But you know, I remember. You know, and if we play, we, I was so nervous because if it rained, my hands, I, I like, I, we, we don't have a run game, <laughs> you know? So it was like, if yeah, I we're throwing it play, rain or storm. If yeah. I didn't play well, it was, I was letting everybody down. And I remember thinking I would take a win. All timer came that one time my senior year. And it was like week six yeah. or seven. And they showed up at like seven fifteen, And we were, and yeah. if you had told me at seven, Hey, you get a win. You don't have to play. I'm like, I'd, I'd have done it. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Like, because <laughs> I got so nervous. And you remember the 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 pass, the record-banging pass. I got so nervous, I couldn't throw the ball. Uh, do you remember that against Hughes? You I remember you threw it to Blake Miller. You on an out route. No, no, no. But the first throw of the game, we rolled out. And I oh, could not throw, throw the, the ball. Game. Couldn't oh. physically throw it. So I ran it. Then you, called, you yelled at me <laughs> and said, uh, he's wide open. So then... We did, he goes, I'm just running the same play again. Run it, just throw it. And then I threw it to a five foot five guy on the other team, right? Hit him in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 then, and then I came off and I was like, okay, I'm fine now. I got hit when he was running the interception back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, we're I'm good. Gone. We're good. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, well the, the, thing I, the thing I learned from Thomas to go back to what Matt said, and, and uh, I, did, I did mean to circle around to this, was. You know, I luckily Thomas had plenty of confidence. Now, I didn't know that he didn't, you know, right before we went to game, he didn't. But the last thing I told my quarterbacks, probably for the last 10 years, was when they walked out there, I would walk it right before the game. I'd say, walk out there like you own the freaking place, like you are the best player on the field. Because 
like Matt said, that confidence is so important. I thought the last thing they needed to hear from the guy that criticizes and evaluates them and knows them the best at, at, at what they do, he's got confidence to tell me I'm the best. I yeah. figured that had to instill a little bit in him. Well, you know, but they needed that. Well, a lot of times, okay, so you would get on to me after I did a good play. I'd throw a bad play, and then I'd throw, you know, five plays later, I'd throw a good play, and then you would yell at me about the bad play ten plays later, earlier. Right, right. And so I was yeah, already in okay yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. Let you have some. Let you have some good plays. Yeah. In there get some the success. Buffer. And then, yeah. but you know, the funny yeah. thing is, I see coaches all the time. A quarterback will throw an out route, and it'll make the receiver turn around. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "Good throw." I've, they I, think it's good. Yeah. They think it's good because it's completed. Yeah, sure. I'm like, I, right. I saw it in college, right. like Saturday, and I'm sitting there thinking, "This is a seven yard route." Yeah. You know, it's not like a hard throw. Just put it out there, and then he doesn't have to stop and. And, sure. he, and he gained 10 more yards. Well, I do know just, just from being a quarterback dad, and I, I think I heard somebody say on the radio the other day that quarterback dad should be in a special group because <laughs> the pressure that you have sitting up there watching your kid touch the ball every play is just – you can't really describe it. But Cooper never really did say this to me after the season, but after that PA game and we got home and the, kind of the emotions had gone away, it was almost like a 5,000-pound weight had been lifted yeah. off his shoulders. I mean, you could just see yeah. it on his face. Oh, that hey, I will, everybody's, yeah. you gotta, you, if you play well, we can win. That's hey, right. I will say I don't think there's anything that would provide more pressure than being a 2A kicker kicking extra points. Because <laughs> <laughs> you practice five minutes every other day. Yeah. <laughs> I have not seen many kickers in the two or three that kick it deep. No. And, and and a lot of them are getting onside kicks, like Nashville, and they're mm-hmm. 4A, but uh, they got like three onside kicks yeah. uh, the other day. They got, they got three against Elkins last week. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was the craziest game I've ever seen. Well, yeah. you want to go through? You know what? If, if you want to think about the quarter, let me, let me, put, let me put this in perspective. We're talking about quarterbacks. The quarter, being, a, being a quarterback is the single hardest, and I want somebody to prove me wrong, and I, most difficult to be great at, to be extremely successful at, a uh, job on the entire planet. And I, 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 I like to say, I like to say this, and here's why: there are ten thousand people on planet Earth right now that can do brain surgery successfully on you. They can do. We've got fifty thousand people right now uh, on planet Earth that can do a heart surgery successfully on you. Your heart, your brain. But right now on planet Earth, there's only nine human beings that are capable of leading their team this year to a Super Bowl championship. But there's also a lot of fewer opportunities. I mean, not everybody's going to have a chance they, this year. No, they're not going to have a chance because there's they can't make more teams. There's not enough people yeah. that can do it. Yeah. Well, they're weeded, right, they're right now, I mean, I'm, I'm probably throwing the best I've ever thrown. They're, they're, weeded, well, out. they're weeded out through the ranks, yes. too. No, I'm kidding. They are weeded out through the ranks. But, 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 but thank God they don't have 50 NFL teams. Or you would right. have so much more bad football. That's right. <laughs> I, I mean, didn't, I didn't I mean, think about it that way. Think, yeah. think about it. Think about it. You've got to drop back. And Thomas, I wish I could coach you now, because you know, now that I'm 25 years older and know 25 years more. I thought I knew a lot then. Now I know I didn't know anything then. Oh yeah, you told and, me you knew a lot then. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought. Yeah, I thought I did. And then you told me you were the best. Then. You, told, you, you told me at one. Just point, so you know, I don't think he's any more coachable than he was then. No. <laughs> you told me at one point. You took me out after my first incomplete pass and put Adam in my brother and completed a, like a screen pass. He goes, I, I could do it with any idiot. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm, I'm fairly certain I did not say that. No, you told me. Not, uh, not uh, any idiot. 
And it's all it's all, it's all fine. Dummy. You remember things differently. Yeah, yeah. You remember things differently. And it's but, but that think way. about this. <laughs> think of, but think about this for Cooper and for Thomas and for everybody that plays quarterback. Assuming you you have them know what what I have to have our quarterbacks know right now. Oh, you know my quarterbacks my last my last four year, three or four years. You know the goal was to get the ball out in two point five seconds at the absolute latest. Okay, mm-hmm. so you've got to know the blocking scheme. You've got to know the defense, know the coverage. You've got to know where all five of your guys, because we don't have our running back block. You've got to know where all five of your guys are going on the route. Who the defensive players you're trying to read if it's zone. Uh, who the who's and that changes whether they're in one high or two high. Sure. Uh, how it changes if it's in man, and you've got to do all that while at least four guys are coming across trying to kill you. And your left guard may or may not be interested in blocking this guy right there because he's thinking about his girlfriend <laughs> right. and the problem she's giving him or what she's from she's going to give him after the game. I sure. mean, and you've got to know all that, and then you've got to throw the ball in probably a two foot window while they're trying to kill you while you're thinking about all that stuff. Yeah. See, I think I, mean, I threw tough. it differently than than all the other quarterbacks. I, I I kind of thought of my job as to get it to the playmakers, however I could where they could, you know, make plays. So I would always – I never really tried to throw to, like, you know, to completions. I threw it where they could go get it, and they didn't have to struggle with, like, you know, I never – I didn't have a laser arm, but I threw it where they could go get it without, you know, trying to worry about the catch and then make plays. Yeah. And I think, you know, receivers have, you know, 80% to do with the quarterback success. I mean, I, well, no, yeah, yeah, well, they, they do and they don't. Here's why. I, I went through in, in your you system. Had, I've seen some so bad systems. The, but in my system, you, you can get by with a good offensive line and a good quarterback and four slow receivers because yeah. we'll oh, get you open. Yeah. Route running is the thing. I see receivers run fade routes into the into the sideline. Yeah. You know, like into the bleachers, yeah. and yeah. like I'm yeah. like the quarterback has no room. Give sure. him some, you know, well, room. Well, we don't we don't even run fade routes. No. You never see that from us. No, I'm just saying though. I see people like the, these receivers are, you know, rounding routes and letting guys undercut them, mm-hmm. not going to get balls. When I set the state record for interceptions in a game, you know, it could have been a lot more. Remember, but I had all of my receivers go back and, and get offensive pass interference. <laughs> so, you know, and seriously, that happened against Shiloh. We had five picks and could have had eight, but wow. we had three offensive yeah. pass interference where our guys tackled. Like three guys. Yeah. Well, when they knew the other team was going to catch the ball, because oh, yeah. what's worse, no, a, a, a penalty, right. on, a fifteen-yard penalty on you or them having the football? Yeah, but there's and, not a lot of receivers thing, to do that. No, well, no, because there's not a lot of people, coaching staffs now, that just every play in practice where there's a poor ball thrown are all over the receivers about make sure that other freaking guy didn't catch it. Yeah. So y'all did a good job. You know, because, I see you're doing poor ball drills. <laughs> you had a lot of practice. It, well, and think colleges won't do that because, you know, all the colleges coaches have gotten to know now. I'm like, why do y'all not preach when he throws a bad ball? He's like, we don't want to put it in the quarterback's mind that he could throw a bad ball. I'm like, what the f- – if that's, that's what screws them that's up. That's silly. You, yeah. you, then you get, but that's what they are. There's many, many – I'm talking your Clemsons, your Alabamas, whatever. They won't let the D-back on a scout team pick off a ball in practice because they don't want to hurt the quarterback. I oh, kid yeah. you not. Wow. I would oh, say yeah. the vast majority of them. I would say the majority of them. Oh, yeah. Really? If, you, if you got a freshman, I, I know this from my time, if you had a freshman that was causing havoc on, on, on practice against the, the the first squad, you kind of pulled them back a little bit, you know, restrained them a little bit. Wow. Oh, they just straight – they just straight – 
Stephen Green, you remember Stephen Thomas? Yes, one of the greatest athletes that could not hit a softball. Yeah, great, great athlete. Cannot. Yeah, and, and, and couldn't dunk a basketball because he couldn't time a jump with the. Yeah, with the but dunk he, he held a state but, high jump record as a ninth grader. Yeah, state high jump record. But he went to North Carolina. He called me up one night. He, he was just dumbfounded. He's like, Coach, I don't know if I want to be here anymore. I was like, What's up? He's like, I intercepted a pass today. They told me I can't do that. And you know, I started paying attention. They were telling everybody they can't do that. That's, and I said, do you ask him why? And he said, yeah, we, we don't we don't want to hurt the psyche of the quarterback. Well, why well, tackle I the running back? Her, I started checking around, and that, that was what a lot of people were doing. And I mean, right now today, over 50% of the colleges, they won't let the – they will not allow – their scout team to intercept the football. I would bet money on. It. Well, do you not do you not have to learn how to overcome failure and, and fight through adversity? Well, I, I, mean, guess, I mean, what happened? I guess they wanted to throw in the interceptions on scout not, team. You not Sunday through issues. Friday. You don't. <laughs> hey, well, there's some good quarterbacks this year playing right now. And uh, have you seen any of them? We got. Hey, some- yeah, I mean, the one one of the big games coming up, Greenwood and. And PA, I got to see four good quarterbacks. As a matter of fact, you <laughs> yeah. know, yeah. you know, because both starters went down and both backups came in, and both backups did a really nice job. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's a lot. And of those goals. are the future of those two programs. Yeah, sure. Hey, sure. I'm, I'm a little worried this this week on that game. I'm, I'm not worried. I'm, uh, I'm not. I'm not worried. You, who, I, I don't. I don't. I'm, Greenwood's Greenwood. Uh, I think y'all get them this week. There, they're they're not as Greenwood as they have no, been. No, they're not. Well, we said that you last know, time, and they got pretty pissed off at these guys over here because <laughs> they said their defense wasn't good enough to win a state championship, and then they go out and shut out everybody. Yeah. Oh, I think they're I think they're very I think they're plenty good enough to win a state championship. Don't get me wrong. Now, but but I will say this: they're, what I meant when I said that Greenwood's not Greenwood, their offensive line is not nearly as big and as strong as they have been. Okay. They don't control the line of scrimmage as dominant as they used to. And they got a lot of young guys start for them. I think their mm-hmm. best receiver, in my opinion, sophomore. might be a sophomore. Yeah, that's right. And their best D back. Yeah. Their best D back might be a sophomore. And scary. their 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 quarterback that came in at the end of the <laughs> PA games a true fresh is a freshman. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's a, they they're playing a lot of young kids and regardless of how we do it. Think about all you guys. All when you were when you were playing as a sophomore, if you got to play as a sophomore, do you think you were nearly as good as you were when you were a senior? No, no way. No, I mean none of none no. of us were. I told and you I wasn't going where in. That's they are right now. I told you I wasn't yeah. going in. First game, you said <laughs> yeah, you want to go in kickoff. I said, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm good. I, I, I think with a health, healthy Busby, PA is the better team. Yeah. And I think that with Trevor Duke at center, my cousin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Missy McJunkins, Duke's uh, son. Uh, there's yeah, no way. I, lo- I love Trevor. Oh, oh hey, kid. special I announcement. I did not mention this to you earlier. I sent it to uh, uh, some coaches, uh, the PA coaches, to tell them uh, Alan Thompson will be the Farm Bureau finalist offensive player of the year for the 6A, 7A. He should be. He is our the he, first he, ever offensive lineman. And, you know, and it's hard to even – Think about anybody else. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, I'm, I'm telling I mean, that kid started for me as a sophomore, you know, my last year at PA. And as a sophomore, you know, he, he was, he was unbelievably good at left tackle. I mean, you don't put a sophomore at left tackle right. unless you feel really good about him. And, mm-hmm. and we did, and we throw the ball 600 times a year. And I felt better about him than I did maybe about anybody else. I mean, you understand, well, he's protecting the left side. We're good. And, and then his run blocking was, 
which we didn't do a ton of. But, man, when he did, he was phenomenal at that. And it's hard to be good at it when you don't practice it. Sure. You know, we didn't practice run blocking time. But, and uh, it turned out, you know, he's a 30-something ACT and, and uh, just a just a well, just really good. But watching him last week against Catholic, he completely dominated whoever he was against to the point where when he didn't pancake their guy on a run play, their kid would get up and celebrate. <laughs> is that are you exaggerating that or no no okay. i'm not I, I will say at least two times he pumped his fist when he didn't make the tackle but he didn't get pancaked wow and i'm like that's when you know you've gone up against them all. and maybe i would be too i mean yeah. i'm not i'm not slighting i'm not slighting the individual that what? i think it was different kids but i'm not slighting that kid well, which one saying, are we going to start with the two or the seven yeah we'll start with seven so maddie right. let's go ahead and get started on our our right. go through these brackets real quick uh start with seven all right, I'll start us off. So last week, 7A, Bryant and Conway matched up in the first semifinals. A lot of people, including me, thought Conway would have a shot. But you're talking about getting punched in the face. Uh, the, I think Conway come out, went three and out their first possession. Bryant's second play from scrimmage, they took it 65. And then on the ensuing kickoff, Conway fumbled, and Bryant scooped and scored. And it was 14 to nothing just yeah. like that. And that was pretty much ball yeah, game. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was over in a hurry. So, Bryant wins that one 42-21. On the other side, what a ball game that was. Bentonville beats Cabot 15-13. to And so, Coach Grant and Bentonville will get a crack at Bryant uh, for the first time in about yeah. three or four years. They've been wanting this game. And, and, and that one was as physical as we thought it was going yeah, to be. Yeah, that's exactly can, right. Can we say, instead of saying they've been wanting this game, can we say, say they've been wanting this game? They say they've been wanting. It. There's a difference. <laughs> there's right. a difference That's between right. really wanting it. And oh yeah, wanting sure, it. sure. Oh, no, there's no doubt. Well, and I think what you're saying is the reason why it might be close early. Yeah, because they don't know each other. They don't like you. Yeah, you even said that yeah. earlier when we we're talking. This is a little bit new to Bryant. Yeah, you know they played Conway twice this year, twice last year. You know. Yeah. But they don't. You know they hadn't had had a chance to play this this Bentonville team, so it might be close early, but it won't be close long. Yeah, I agree. All right, Junk. Well, talk. I'll let's say this. They're, they're bit, look, could y'all agree Bryant's not quite as good as they Sure. Yes. Oh, I agree 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But that's the scary part is because they're so young. And then if they win it this year, it's going to be the next two. Watching them this year is kind of like watching a heavyweight <laughs> boxer. They just wear you down. Yeah, they don't do Well, anything. and that's a Buck, that's yeah. a Buck James staple, though. I mean, yeah, Buck James implemented that into their psyche. And yeah. that's who he is, and that's what they are. I mean, Buck got out of the truck at – Monticello, he probably wouldn't want to bring this up. You know, some guy honks at him at the stoplight. He gets out and just goes beats the heck out of the guy. Out of the <laughs> out of the I mean, yeah. I love just, it. I that's love just it. What you're gonna be. That's what you're going to be. You yeah. know? Right. So, 6A, uh, we had Greenwood. Greenwood uh, played Benton last week, and I tell you what, that one came down to the wire. Benton was playing really, really well. They yeah. were. They were. Yeah, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't get to see that one. Describe a little bit of the highlights to me. Thomas, they got you probably up, don't well, They got up uh, fourteen to nothing, yeah. and then I watched the end of it, and it was twenty-one or it's fourteen, fourteen, and then with a minute to go, Greenwood drives down, gets it on like the seven-yard lines, rolls out, and gets a touchdown with like maybe ten. Yeah, it wasn't left. much wow. left at all. It was a very big defensive game. I mean, it was it was, uh, and and I don't know how Klein Hooten did, but he had a really good game the week before, you know, and he he only started really the half. Second half of the season, and when they started getting on a roll, yeah, and so that you know, obviously they're going to be a run heavy. Sure, and, and sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, they've got a you know, but a, I think they SEC after, caliber back after mm-hmm. they got you know they were trying to figure some stuff out early, and they had a really tough starting off with Bryant, you know, and then, yeah. <laughs> right, tough. right. Took one on the chin there from Christian. 
Wasn't yes. it? Oh, in the in the scrimmage. Yeah, yes. it was like thirty-five nothing. But that was. <clears throat> and and here's the thing that I don't know how much prep. I know Bryant, and you know this better than me, Kelly. Is uh Bryant treats that scrimmage like a practice. Right. I mean, like Bryant. Yeah. Well. They say. Oh, you mean you mean the scrimmage? Bryant, Bryant PA. What now? Bryant the softball. No, 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 no. Bryant, oh, Bryant PA. Oh, Bryant PA. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Pat, Benton and Christian. Those those teams in in Sling County treat it like, hey, it's Tuesday. We're going over to play. Like right. we're not. Oh uh, no, I, I won't. I won't say that. When we first started playing, it was a game. We said we're playing three quarters of a game, and then the fourth quarter, you can play, do what you want to, and right. play who you want to. Yeah. That was the first two years. Now the next two years, they didn't. Play. Yeah, because I, I went and saw Bryant uh, before. You know, maybe a day or two before. They're working on Benton stuff. They they're like, oh yeah, tomorrow. Hey, get your jerseys. We're going to PA. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and so it yeah. helps them because uh, Northside's kind of running that kind of offense now. You know, it's yeah. kind of a yeah. spread, and it really helps them. They're just doing it for playoffs. Yeah, on the bottom side of the bracket, there uh, you had PA and Catholic, two teams that uh, we really didn't know what to expect going in this because Catholic undefeated. You know, since day one has just yeah. been a head turner. Uh, you know, dropping down to six A, been a. a, a a program that struggled for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, but just keeps on winning and pull off a big win last week. And then PA, uh, you know, has, has just basically done what PA does. Yeah. And, some, and, some say it's better. Maybe. Some say they've done <laughs> <laughs> And so, you know, we kind of all thought that PA was going to be the better team going into this game, but but I was a little bit impressed with with how well Catholic played. Absolutely, I, they they and they didn't they didn't back down to a lot of the things that people that people are intimidated by with PA. You know, early they 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 grabbed the the onside kick and run it back, and you know, and 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 they just what's wrong they, with the onside kicks now? You know, I mean, they aren't they aren't working. I mean, because well, everybody's doing them probably. Well, I mean, no, it's a balance. not that. You don't think? It's not, no, it's not that. No, the, 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 the onside kick is as good as the way that it that it's done. Bounces the way that you choreograph it. To. Yeah. And their their balls this year just have not been kicked the exact way that they need to, and so they're not bouncing right like you want them to. And if they're not, now, if you kick them the right way, believe me, there's not very many people that are going to try to take it back for a touchdown. Right. You're too busy trying to get the kick. But yeah. once that's not a fear anymore, then all of a sudden you can scheme on those things and, and try to get a touchdown. Because, you know, I mean, I'm not I'm not boasting, but whenever I was coaching, you know, I, I coached the kickers. I didn't want to make anybody else coach the kickers. I didn't always do a great job. But by gosh, we'd get in the game, and that kick was going to be – where the other team was so scared, the coaches were just saying, get on the ball. Right. I mean, they didn't even want you to try to pick the ball up. But, right. you know, that's, I would say that's, uh, that, that's where they were. And give credit to Catholic, because like you said, they weren't scared of it. They attacked it. Yeah. And that game could have been won. You know, I mean, Catholic could have won the game. PA could have blown them out. That's right. Sure. You know, P, PA fumbled two balls. Uh, in the backfield, running the zone read that nobody hit anybody. They just dropped the ball, and Catholic got it. Um, and then that onside kick was there, and then that was a huge you know, momentum a too, like because, it because that really yeah, it was a they huge. Couldn't get it made Catholic think they had a chance. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, and also could, yeah, that's exactly right. And they'd also not gotten the two point conversion both scores before. So you're looking at it's twelve yeah. to twelve to seven. Yeah, it, it seems a lot. Closer. Yeah, then they score and it's. You know, it's yeah. It seemed closer than it was early. Yes, sure. coach. If you would talk talk yeah. to us a little bit, because I know you've experienced this firsthand, and, and we've seen it. We even saw it last year a little bit with Greenbrier, and we had a circumstance with Cooper being a little bit banged up. But a lot of times, 
these teams that come into PA or play PA late in the season, they so much get out of what they've done all year to be successful 100%. just because they're playing PA. They want to try to keep the ball away from you guys, do things they're not used to doing instead of just playing their game. So talk a little bit about that if you don't mind. Yeah, I think that's a great coaching point uh, that coaches overlook. And it's weird how – I mean, I did it sometimes. I'm a little different thinker. I mean, I you guys probably know that, but I'm a little different thinker. And, and I think you can talk yourself into things and go, this is not who we are. Right. And I did it early on in my career. And later I learned, you know, just like I have in life, be who you want to be. And if they like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. But at least if you go down it's doing what you want to do. I can't, you know, the first time I really realized that happening was, and I remember the day, it was in 2008, we played Alma. And I was terrified of Alma. I think that's what really helped me in my career. I didn't care who we were playing in the playoff. I was terrified of them. I mean, I saw all their good and I saw all our bad. Sure. Alma comes in anyway. They were the first team I noticed this. They had gone for it on fourth down. You know, we had all their stuff. They had gone for it on fourth down three times the entire year. And they were like fourth and one on the 10-yard line, you know, that kind of stuff. And against us, they went for it eight times wow. on fourth down. And Cabot they tried to onside kick. Yeah, and, and all of a sudden you look up and Alma's in a situation and you don't think it's a big deal. But when it's fourth and 10 for us on our own 30-yard line, our kids don't feel anything. They don't feel stress right, or right. pressure because they do it all the time. When you had Alma going for it on fourth and six from their own 20-yard line, they felt a little stress. Sure. You know, those kids were breathing breathing a little bit different and sweating a little bit because they're not used to that. You don't – I mean, I can show you a study that shows that humans do not, whether we think they do or not, humans do not perform as well when they're nervous and stressed. And when you take somebody out of their comfort zone, and then I think you also send the message to your kids, uh, if we think PA is really good and we're going for it on fourth down now, why didn't we go for it on fourth down against some of those other teams that we lost? To? Right. I mean, if that's the plan against a good team, what are we doing? Yeah. You know. And I think coaches got themselves out of that and into some weird situations, and then it changed their mentality. And I think it made the kids question their own coaches and things like that. And and that's what you know. Whether <clears throat> really not just PA, PA being different does that. But the same thing happens when you play a Bryant that's, that's right. won several in a row. When yep. you play a Greenwood that's always at the top. When you play them, because that's what, that's what I did. The first two times I played Greenwood, or I coached against Greenwood, you know, I lost both games. We lost 56 to 55 on the, with nine seconds left in the state championship game. And we lost 57 to 50 the next year. And Tyler Wilson was a quarterback and threw for a million yards on us. And uh, we lost 57 to 50. And I was just in awe because we pulled up and it was Greenwood. Yeah. And then sure. the next two years we played them, we beat their butt because I treated it like every other game. Yeah. And I do think that had a lot to do with it because I want to get this Greenwood, Shiloh. Greenwood, Greenwood, I want to hear you talk about the Shiloh uh, game. <laughs> we're going. We're we, getting yeah. there next. But, we'll be there. Next. I want to hear. Uh, so, what do you think so, about but that? I think, but I think coaches do that. You know, to get back to that, I, th- I think coaches do that, and their kids sense it. We always say kids are smarter than you think they are, and they observe more. Your own kids in your own house and stuff. Man, I think so do kids on a football field, sure. and I think it doesn't benefit them. I think people need to play their – whatever game you got to get you in the semifinals of the playoff, play your dang game. That's what got you there. That's right. You know, because if you lose that game and you played a different game as a coach, Clay Toddy, you can't even live with yourself. You can't live with have, yourself. I have what-ifs and regrets. Yeah. 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 All right, so 5A last week we had Robinson uh, taking on Parkview. 
Um, Parkview won that game 27-20. to And then on the other side, Camden Fairview went down to Shiloh Christian 48-19. to So you'll have Parkview and Shiloh uh, this weekend in the, in the finals of the 5A state playoffs. And from what I understand, you've got a, a pretty funny story about preparing for Shiloh, Coach Kelly. Oh, hey, yes. When the, uh, in 2010, this team, uh, the Shiloh team reminds me of the 2010. You know, with the court with uh, uh, Eli Wisdom having a dual threat. Yeah, and they had the Frazier kid. Yes. Yeah, they had the Frazier kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. And remember uh, Garrett Harper. And Garrett Harper, who I thought was their best player. But the Frazier kid went to Auburn. And did, well, well, didn't uh, Harper also go? Well, he walked on. And earned a scholarship, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. But okay. I'm just saying, you know, coming out of high school, I, 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 nobody else thought he was their best player. The other kid had all kinds of offers. No, that was when everyone was rooting for P.A., <laughs> Dead serious. Yeah, Remember? that was the one time. That was the, the one, one time, and then everybody's like, yeah. "Good luck, good luck," and we're like, "This is awesome," <laughs> you know. And then, uh, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, you know, finally, people are pulling for it because they had those hats made the three peat, which is, I mean, I would have too, but uh, it was it was tough to see them put it on, you know, when they came out. Yeah, yeah. well, the they game. were yeah. they were winning so much in the early two thousands. Yeah. Yes, and but but so so remember I got Dedrick Poole, and if you don't know who Dedrick Poole is, is was one of the best running backs yeah. in Arkansas. He played when we played in high school. Yes, and he was at Little Rock Central All American as a he sophomore. Was so good, yeah, so good, yeah, amazing. Remember I suited him up, and we ran a scout team with him. He was supposed to be Garrett Harper, and uh, <laughs> yeah. you remember we did the inside box, and our linemen were trying to contain him, and we're like, you know, don't run him over, you know, don't truck him, and then we had him out on the outside throwing hitch routes, and then the corners and safeties have to come up and tackle him. And then Harper gets one in the game and jukes three guys and goes 80. And those guys come back and go, man, he's way faster than Dedrick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> way better. I mean, I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I didn't feel like Dedrick was playing as hard as he could. Yeah. Right. Or, uh, cause, and, and, we, and we needed him to. But the only good thing was to go back to the old college coach, not let guys intercept it. We're probably glad Dedrick wasn't trying as hard as he could. No, because he because almost trucked a guy. Then Wood looked at him like, hey, whoa, whoa, Because <laughs> he just lowered his shoulder. Our poor kids were – our poor kids would have lost all confidence too. Yeah, yeah. sure. But, but you know, uh, preparing for that, how does how does Parkview win this game, and how does Shiloh win it? You've seen both of them. Yeah, you know, it's an interesting to me. It, it's an interesting comment. I mean, Parkview is always you know the last five years have been extremely talented, and I remember I think maybe the second to last year that we played them were in the conference. They had. Four guys signed with SEC schools That's right. back in the season. And you're like – and they didn't make the playoffs. They didn't make yeah. the top five in our conference. Yeah. And I'm like, what the freak's going on? How do you do that? You know, to, to, to the point is, you know, they've got guys. They've got tons of talent. They're a magnet school. Uh, the Good AAA coaches. just lets guys go let, Let's guys go there. they got two coaches that were head coaches yep. and have been and in different places with all yeah. that experience. And those guys – they uh, uh, they they rely to me though, they rely on their talent mm-hmm. a, a little too much. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, some people say, and I get it. I've just never been this way. Some you, people you say, man, you just got to keep. Well, yeah, but you you got to keep it simple and get it in the hands of your playmakers. So basically, hand it to them, pitch it to them, and throw. Any them one up. of those eleven guys is a playmaker. Yeah, but they've. But, I think they're playing a little different defensively this year than playing, they have. Because now the past. I think Bobby is up in the box. Yeah. So, uh, so essentially, you know, he's been a head coach and, and the successful at yeah. every level. Now he doesn't have to deal with the parents, the other, everything else. Yeah. He could just focus on defense. Yeah. And literally, you yeah. can tell. Yeah. I watched them have eight stops against Camden Fairview inside the one. 
Wow. Like, I mean, and they're playing physical. And that's well, what you do when you've got athletes. You could say, how'd you, you let them get, get, get down there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll move on to 4A here. This is what I'm excited about. Wait, wait, wait. I want to okay. hear, I want to hear y'all's predictions. Oh, 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 oh. No, we're we're gonna do we're we're gonna do we're gonna pick all the games when we get done going through the brackets. Okay, I want to hear. Okay, I, see, okay. I don't I don't do our predictions. Uh, oh, we can do. It. I mean, we got to tell no, you no, who I've got. I, uh, but I, I, I don't know. I got I've got shallow. I, I, I do. Think, I, oh. I think that where they're playing right now, I think if they play the first of the year, it might be blowout the other way. No, I don't but, think it's. I don't think so. I but, think just Parkview's defense is so good, but uh, Shallow's offense is so good. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think now, this time I, the, I do like the fact that. I do like the fact that the Boldings have two different head coaches' perspectives on this game. Well, what you know I, what I'm saying. And what I keep going back to, what I keep going back to, is last year Shallow going into that Robinson game. You know, Shallow was playing at a high level, beat Arkadelphia in a barn burner in the semis. We think Shallow's going to go in there and, and really put yeah. up a fight against Robinson. We're going to think they're, we thought they were going to scheme them. Yeah. We thought they were going to play them. And, and Robinson, Robinson was just physically manhandled. Than, and that's kind of what I think is going to happen this weekend. Do I you? think Parkview is going to just be more well, physical. What, what's interesting to me about this Shallow offense this year, I don't know that a lot of people are, 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 are seeing this because you think of Shallow, you think of spread it out and throw it. They're, they're beating people no. on the ground. Sure. Eli yeah. Wisdom's and, and between Williams and Wisdom, they're running for three, four hundred yards a game. Yeah. And and, and, and well, how did Bolding do last year against PA the first time they played? Do you remember? Uh, it, it, it was a twenty-one to fourteen. They were leading at halftime. That's right. That's right. And so he's seen these offenses. You think he hadn't been preparing for this since day one? Yeah. This is this is the same kind though. This is a this yeah. is a way different kind of offense. It is yeah. But you know, just having the guys in position and. I think they keep getting better. He's such a good defensive coach. They're not going to be as out of position, and they can have their talent to make plays. Oh, no, that's true. That's that's very true. Look what, what a job he did at Watson – I mean, at, at Whitehall. Wow. Mm-hmm. Quickly. I mean, yes. quickly with that defense. Yeah. They were, Their defense was amazing. I, I'm with you. They're going to be in position, well-coached, ready to go. I, I just think that – I think that Shallow's got too many options, too many reads yep. from their running game. I think it's going to be a close game. And I, I think the edge goes to uh, uh, view as far as the, those coaches that have seen so many things between Bobby and, and uh, Freak. Brad, yeah, guy? And Brad, oh, Brad. Yeah, and but but here's yeah, the thing: Brad, Bobby but those Brad, kids have not seen do, War Memorial in a playoff atmosphere in December. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think yeah. Shallow's going to Shallow win. has I, their own parking spot. <laughs> you know yeah, what I, mean? I, I think Shallow. I, I think Shallow's going to win the game because. Of a lot of that, yeah, yeah. you know, the, and, and the difference is, I've always said this: there's three kinds of teams, and neither one of them are the first kind. There's the, the team like Greenwood and PA that walk in and know they're going to win. They just know when something goes wrong, we'll fix it, but we're going to win. And then there's those teams that that think they're going to win. And Shiloh is a team that really thinks they're going to win. And right now, I think Parkview. Is glad they finally made it this far, and they hope they're going to win. Right. And I'll take the thing that that I'll take the team with some confidence that think they're going to win over the one that hopes they're going to win. And I think, I think it's going to be a little lower score than everybody thinks because what because uh, be a lot of defense on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I think Shiloh's going to win. You know, it, Shiloh may be outmatched on the line and stuff, 
But if they mm, get him, and, and, well, I'm just talking about mm. the, with, with skill. I mean, have you seen Parkview's line? I, I have, okay, but I'm gonna tell you that's one thing about Shallow defensively. The, yes, they and well, even offensively, man, they've got some yeah. big old boys up there. Shallow will probably stack the box early on and get them yeah. in passing downs, and then that. Can, and you got man, you got Cooper Dar and and, and yeah. a couple other kids that are bigger than him. Uh, they're they're I, pretty solid up front. Oh, I know. And I watched a, a, a Parkview guy, the their left tackle, who's also playing defense, who's a sophomore, he's number 69, he's a beast. I watch him grab the shoulder pad of the running back and pull him in the end zone. Yeah. Like, literally grab him. He was he was standing a yard in the end zone. The running back wasn't there yet. He grabbed him and then yanked him into the end zone. Not pushed him. He pulled yeah. him in. I got, I, got, I got shallow by eight. That's what I ended up by. That's what I picked. Uh, the, Kevin Bohannon picked uh, – he picked Parkview by 12. And we'll go through this again. And then, and then uh, Dusty also had shallow by eight. I got part view by three. So we're split. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's go to four right here. Um, is it me, Maddie? Is it my yep, turn? Your turn. All right. Well, I, I'm excited about four this year. For one, um, I, growing up at Middle Springs, we were not national scrapper fans. We worked each other's face. We liked each other, but we didn't really pull for them to win because we honestly we were probably a little jealous of them. I mean, they were winning all the time, and we were always real good at Middle Springs, but we could never get over that hump. And and Nashville, of course, they had the facilities, and and you know they they were just had it going on. Billy Laird was doing some things there that nobody else in the state was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, now that I'm older, I, and I can kind of appreciate some things a little better, right? <laughs> and so uh, I'm kind of excited about. The scrappers, they were they squeaked in the playoffs, yeah. right? I mean, but they were in a great. Conference. I mean, they were they, they were they were going to be the four seed in that conference, um, especially with Haskell not being there anymore, um, and and Robinson not being there anymore. Uh, but they were all year long. I kind of looked at them as, you know, Ashdown probably should have beat them, you mm-hmm. know, and then in Malvern probably going to beat them by. Four scores, and they ended up beating by 14. And then Arkadelphia beat them early, and I think this Nashville team is different than they were at the beginning of the season. But, and y'all have heard me say this before, anytime Nashville scra- scrappers are in the playoffs, don't bet against them. Sure. They've won they, – they have played in more playoff games than anybody in the state since the 60s. So, I call them the pumpkin heads from Howard County. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think Malvern has the maybe the toughest job this week in, in, in high school football, and that's beat a scrapper team. Twice in the same year. Sure. Yeah. Sure, I agree. And, uh, hey, how about this? How about the 4-7-A? You got three, of three out of the four teams left from that same conference. That's right. It's like the five central last year. Yeah. Well, you know, last year I, I called them the SEC of the 4-A of the, of football. Them and Greenbrier. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 but here's, here's what scares me for Nashville is, and you saw this against, against uh, Elkins with, with chairs. Now, Nashville's susceptible, susceptible to the run. Yeah. And I'm talking, you know, you might bust one for eighty against them up the middle, yeah. And with a you know with a team with Jalen Jalen Dupree and Cedric Sevens, that's yeah, that, that's, 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 that's dangerous. Yeah. Uh, but I, I will say the Scrappers' offense is really good, and this Sloan Perrin, this quarterback, he he's special. He's a player. He, he is. He for is. Sure. Uh, Arkadelphia. So I guess I should say what happened last week, right? So Hardy Academy, uh, they beat McGee in a cl- game it that was came closer. Back Thirteen. To that's nothing. right. That's yeah. right. Uh, so that that's a game that we weren't expected to be so close, but they, Harding Academy beat them twenty nine twenty. Really, we've had a tough time figuring out this Harding Academy team this year because early it was like they they just they were drumming people right, and, and and then you know hit hit Lone Oak and it was like a ten point ten point difference, and 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 they've kind of been closer since then. Uh, of course, they as of late they've they've turned it on a little bit. Uh, Arkadelphia 
beat Rivercrest 48 to 13. That was a game that watching the first quarter, I thought, oh, we got a game here, boys. But, uh, it was 21, 21 14 and a half, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 And, but Rivercrest threw a kind of a, not a Hail Mary, but it was a big pass for like 90 yards. It went, yeah. you know. Oh, it, I see. It, it, but, but Arkadelphia couldn't get the rhythm. No, they they couldn't. couldn't get rhythm offensively. But I'm going to tell you, and the reason I think they're the best team in the state this year is in 4A, even over Harding Academy, is they've got – well, I, I'm a big fan of Trey Shucker. Uh, he's been there. He's won at multiple levels. He won at Cersei. He won, he's won at Arkadelphia. Donovan Witten is the guy you want leading your offense. 41 touchdowns, two interceptions. Yeah. Whether you think he's the best quarterback physically in the state, mentally, whatever, he is a gamer mm-hmm. and he's a leader. Their defense is better than it was last year. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's oh, the yeah, di- no, I think that's the diff- that's way the better. difference maker this year. They had maybe had bigger weapons offensively last year. You know that running back they had. Uh, they were good. And and but Harding Academy, if, if you kick an onside kick to them, they're automatically in scoring range. Yeah, that's sure. Right. Hey, Coach Kelly, have you seen their kicker? Yeah, their kicker. Uh-uh. Uh, like uh-uh. you know, unbelievable. He's like Kyle made- Ferry. He's kicking 65 yards in warm-ups. Yeah, he's, he, he's I, made several this year over wow. 50. I watched him multiple. kick and I, and I watched him kick in warm-ups and I look over it was it was I was at Harding it was early in the season. I look over there's two Catholic dudes uh on the sideline. This is 30 40 minutes before the game. And I was like their Catholic was playing Cersei, you know, 10, yeah. 5 miles away. And then I was like, "Hey, yeah. y'all y'all lost." And they said, "No, we're just coming to watch warm-ups and we're going to go back to our game." <laughs> And I was like, wait, wow! No, I mean, I'm telling you, 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 you got to go see him. Yeah. He's kicking. It's 60, impressive. 65. I got a video, Thomas. I can send you, and you can send it, Coach, because I'm telling you, going it's to impressive. Mississippi State. I, I told Coach Evans, I said, you know, the day a PA guy fights a kicker for the F- offensive player of the year awards, you know, would be you know the sign of the apocalypse. <laughs> you know, I can you imagine? Oh, yeah. yeah, but he is he's the most dominant player there. Is. He kicked a sixty. 57, 58. I mean, can, get to 56 can, can, we really, can we can we say dominant player? He's a no, kicker. No, no, no. But he's 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 he, no. He is a he's a specimen. weapon. He's a weapon. Yeah, he's a he's weapon. A spe- yeah. No. Like, okay, I'll take weapon, but let's not say no, he dominates. No, I, no, I mean, no, he, no. He can't. <laughs> listen, he can't you, you can't listen if there's a zombie I'm, apocalypse and we kill him by kicking footballs at him, we, he is the man. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I, there you go. he's right. kicking. So is he signed with Mississippi State? I don't know that he's signed yet. I could find out. He's kicking through college goalposts, though, at Harding. That's right. You know, six- I tell you, you know, it's funny because Coach Evans over there. So, so he's from Murfreesboro. I'm from Middle Springs, and that's like, I mean, that's like Greenbrier, Greenbrier, Valonia. <laughs> I mean, we we hated each other, and 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 I, he's a couple years younger than me, so I didn't really know him. Just knew his family and and uh, good folks. Anyway, so I get to Harding, and I'm playing, and he's he he's a trainer in my junior year, I think, and uh, ends up. Goes from being a trainer to actually walking on and playing a couple years later, and starts at Harding before he's before it's over with. I think he was a center, uh, but I, I he, he's he is doing some. He's winning at a, at such a young age. That's what I think. That's what's impressive. He 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 kind of fell into that in the right. He he was in line there at the right time. But talk about a young guy. And hey, he lost his quarterback the day we came out with the book. <laughs> yes. Like literally, their all-state quarterback decides to play baseball, and we are going to the printer with him in there. And we were like, "Can we change?" We're like, "No, we can't." Yeah. And I see him at the Shiloh seven-on-seven tournament, and to say they looked bad was it would be a really an understatement. 
They were it was yeah. a, it was a, six, a sophomore six to nothing uh, game and seven on seven against uh, I think it was Green Forest. Mm. They were Owen. They were no, they were one and six the, the the whole day. They looked terrible, and I was like, "Hey, coach, how's he?" He's like, "Not good, not good, not <laughs> yeah. good." And, and, and see what he's doing now. Yeah, right. Like, literally. Well, and that goes back to a lot of what Coach Kelly was talking about. Shallow and, and and winning this game is that they're supposed to be winning, and those kids know that they're supposed to be winning. And I think that goes a long ways when it comes down to the crunch time. And, uh, you know, Neil called me here a few months ago, and, and I'm really glad he did because we talked for probably an hour and, and, and just talked about South Arkansas more than anything, you know. But uh, knowing him from college and hearing him talk now as a grown man, like his leadership is is impressive. I, I'm just he's really – calm. He is. He's just really – I don't yeah. – he he's just really has it together. He's, right? he's calculating. Doesn't, nothing's flying off That's the right. That's he's, right. You know. That's right. Yeah. All right, so uh, I'm, I'm a big fan, big fan of Neil. He, yeah. he he brought his staff a couple of years and spent a lot of time with us. And man, he just cares. He cares about how he's doing things, wants to do it right, very detailed. Uh, I, I was really impressed by him. Yeah, good family, good uh, good guy, good wife, and they were dating yeah. when we were when we were in college. Um, so on the bottom side of the four A bracket, Elkins, Nashville, man, talk about. An electric game, uh, you know. Early, it was. I, well, you even said in our our group text, you told Dusty to, hey, stay. You know, stay up. Stay top. To the, you said stay to the mercy rule. Yeah, no, I did. I you forgot did. about you that. You said stay to the mercy Dusty, rule. Dusty, if somebody gets up seven points and one of my filmers is there, he's like, hey, it's about to be over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the sideline. Uh, we got all of our filmers love going to the sideline and sitting next to coaches talking. Yeah. you know, and yeah. filming, and and it, we can't use any of that film. So I'm like, just stay up there, Dusty. He's like, nah, it's, it's, now it's foggy. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, and I didn't believe him. So yeah. I just stay up there. Yeah. And, you know, and he got some good stuff because that was the Oh, game. he did. Hey, if you haven't seen the Hootens video from Friday night, I posted it on Facebook. Uh, I was up till like was two, awesome. at 2 o'clock. Thomas, was it last night that I posted it? I think you did. Because I, I got it from him and – yeah, I posted like maybe one thirty-two. T- Dusty does a great job of, of filming, but <laughs> but Thomas does a great job putting this one together. And and, and some of the angles, man, that, that that Dusty got, like he actually got that two point to did, win the game did. from behind the goalpost. Our, our, cool. our filmers are now it was learning. Awesome. We yeah. have a power ranking system in our filmers. <laughs> Obviously, I'm number one. Spencer, our full time writer, is number two, and then all the volunteers uh, that are three, four, and five. They're all fighting for that bottom spot. Uh, you know, who can miss the most plays. And uh, so I have to coach him up every week. <laughs> D- Nashville is celebrating the biggest win, you know, in these guys' career. And Dusty turns the camera off. <laughs> I mean, he's on the sideline. They're going crazy. And he's like, ah, no, I'm good. He's like, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that game, man, you know, Nashville comes back. They win 63-62. Uh, Nashville's defense leaves a lot to be desired. But uh, they can score some points, and, and uh, like I said, anytime a scrapper team's in the playoffs, you gotta you gotta respect them. Uh, Warren going down, uh, play, or playing at home against Malvern. That was a game I kind of was a little shocked by. I thought Warren would pull that out. I did too. Uh, and, and Warren just gets it done. Uh, so we're we're looking Malvern, at a Malvern. Malvern. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Malvern gets it done. So we're looking at uh, this Friday night. Arkadelphia is going to go to Harding uh, and play the play the Wildcats there in Cersei. And then on the other side at Nashville is Malvern. Is it at- no, 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 it's got to be at Malvern. Yeah, because yeah. of the yeah. higher seed. It's just the way it looks in the bracket. Yeah. But but Nashville go to Malvern for a rematch, yeah. and the winner 
Now, Malvern, you uh, you have some experience with Fogelman was at Malvern, right? When in eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We coached him. I guess to get him in eleven a couple times. Yeah. Yes, and that was that was the best PA team that they you had ever had, probably. Right. I'm not, I'm never going to say that on air because people get mad at me. Okay, I'll say it. That was the best team, and uh, and because you told me that earlier, and uh, and, no, I but, did not tell you no, that. Earlier. No, but I mean that was honestly the most dominant team. They were that was the year before you went to five. Yeah, they they. And yeah, you told me before the year, we there's nobody that can come close to us, and and it was, yeah. and that yeah. and Malvern yeah. was a really really good team. That's and I guess when did Fogelman leave to go to Catholic the next year? I think so. Yeah, yeah. and so I'm I'm just happy to see his success. Uh, do you know him pretty well? Yeah, yeah. I, I got to see him. I got to see him before the game and told him good job and. On the year, and and then after the game, he was he did he was perfect class. He stayed that. and shook. He he stayed and shook every one of the kids' hands on PA and told them good year stuff like that. But he he he's done a phenomenal job this year. Wow, especially in 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 because some of the game plan he had, I didn't expect from them. I was really really impressed and glad they got the experience. I'm glad they lost. Don't get me wrong, but. If it would, you know, I wouldn't mind. I would. I, I hope he gets one before he's done. Sure. I told him I would run scout team quarterback for him that week, and I don't think he realized that I was serious. <laughs> like, if if he said, "Can you run scout team?" and I got a chance to run the offense with some receivers, yeah. I'd do it in a heartbeat. I'd do it in a heartbeat, just because I, I want to do it. To me, I know, and, and other coaches don't do that kind of stuff much. But to me, Thomas, I mean, why not have somebody come in that? You know, just wants to come out there and play hard and do good and do those things. Well, no, I, I'm he probably it. didn't know you were serious, but man, yeah, I would. No, no, I would have. I know. I, you wanted to try to show him up. No, I would have tried to dominate them. <laughs> yeah, no, I put on a clinic at Four C last said, year. He just said I threw ten touchdowns. You don't know who I am. I, I used to tell my kids, "There's nobody that, that's been in the end zone more than me." So I probably do know a little bit more than you. Yeah. <laughs> in the history of high school football, that no one has thrown the ball in that area more than me. Tell me to shut up. <laughs> And then somebody go, well, there's that guy from Kentucky that just beat you. So, are you, is he here? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, last week in 3A, we had some great, good ball games as uh, Melbourne and Glen Rose comes down to the wire. Melbourne holds on and wins 21-20. to 20. And then the bottom side there, Boonville beats uh, Osceola 35-20. to 20. So, you'll have Melbourne and Boonville, which Boonville will be on the road again for the third time uh, going to Melbourne in the semis. And then on the other side, you had Ryzen and Prescott and a big upset, uh, at least in our eyes, as Ryzen knocks off Prescott 34-29. And then Charleston uh, beat Newport 48-6. to So, you'll have Charleston and Ryzen on the other side. You know, I, I you know I'm a huge Brian Glass fan, and and and, I, and so I tend to pull for the Curly Wolves, partly being from South Arkansas. But uh, I was blown away by that. I, I was too. I, you know, after seeing Rising lose like they did to Camden Harmony Grove, and and seeing how Prescott, I thought this year was the year that Prescott did have it all together. But I know, I don't know, I know. If, you know, when we first did our brackets this year, I I got Charleston winning the whole thing, and, yeah. and I and and I'm telling you, after I watched Brand Scott. Throwing the football, you know, I know they were playing the Boonville team that had eight players out. Sure. But I'm telling you, when I watched him command that offense, that kid is—I don't know if he's a next level kind of guy. I'm not—I'm not a guy that needs to that needs to be looking at quarterbacks and telling you. But I can tell you, he was a commander. He was a general on the field, and 
I thought, boy, nobody can touch that. Yeah. Well, we will find out as Ryzen will take on Charleston this week in the semis and Melbourne and Boonville. So take us into 2A. All brother. right. Now, this is my favorite because this is where I grew up in the 2A, small town, barbecue before the games. Uh, we got a rematch this week as after Carlisle beats the, the Mount Ida – uh, Lions 25 to 20. Uh, that game was closer than I thought it was going to be. You know, Mount Ida kind of laid an egg there in the in their conference championship against Derricks, and, and Derricks, you know, got up on them. I, I don't, you know, they didn't have a lot to play for, honestly. Sure. You know, if they if they win, then they got to play Hazen on that side of the race. If they lose, yeah, they lose the conference championship, but then they're on the opposite side of Hazen. Right. So. Uh, it worked out for them, you know, but they go they go to the semis and but but Carlisle beats them, and then on the bottom side there, East Poinsett County, you know, with Dennis Gaines, who we're big fans of, that kid is just phenomenal. I mean, he's a great have running you, back. Have you heard about this kid, Coach Kelly? Three thousand rushing oh, yards for EPC. He's averaging three hundred yards a game. He's a junior. He, he's so he's up there towards Der- it's Derrick Henry type stuff. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good kid. I mean, he's he he actually listens to the show and 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 you know and and, and posts stuff on on Twitter and uh, plays defense. And yes. He's really good at defense. <laughs> yeah. And, and so and, and, and against a Hazen team, they you know they scored early and, and got up, and I thought, oh, maybe it's going to be a game. But then you know Hazen comes out and just does what Hazen's done all year long, yeah. and 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 Luke King and that and that bunch there. They win 56-16. to 16. So, we've got a rematch of the conference championship between Carlisle and Hazen in the state championship. I think it's odd they're playing a state championship at noon on Friday. I love it because all that town will be there. You yeah. think they're going to school? Well, no, there's, they've already they've already said that school's out. No, yeah, yeah no, I'm saying now everybody will be there. And I, I, how many people are going to go to, you know, the 2A at, at 7 o'clock? You know, I mean, it's going to be all of Carlisle, all of Hazen, <laughs> driving there, getting out of school, their entire school – I, would, I bet they'd have buses there from yeah. school. Oh yeah, and there maybe there will be more people there. I bet than the now Thomas. I'm, did, gonna, try, I'm gonna try to go. Did, oh, yeah, well, I, I've got to go. Did, I'll, I'll meet you there. Carlisle, Carlisle had a goal line stand at very end of the ball game, right? To, yes. to beat Mount Ida. Uh, they stopped him. I'm trying to think. I haven't watched the film. Okay, uh, yet, but uh, Spencer was there, and we've been doing the Farm Bureau stuff. I haven't got a I got to you. look at it yet. I think it was really close down to the end. It was 25 20. They were driving. Yeah, I'd say Caleb Shock. You know, a good friend of mine from from college that uh, I said, you know, to be fair, we don't really hang out anymore because I don't see him anymore. But we were good friends at college, and you know, we correspond back and forth now. And, and he likes the show, and and uh, but what he's doing over there, that, their line watching their offense. So Jason Sullivan, you watch that kid run the ball, and you're like, man, that kid is good. But watching their offensive line. I love watching an offensive oh, line physical. It's just – he had a picture on Twitter the other day. And I saw it. And it had – like they had just like fired off the ball and they were just yeah, into it, the it defense. It looked like it was a third and one and their whole offensive yeah. line just moved. And he's run. like, I think we got that one. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but it, it, this it is just, a team that won one game last year. Yeah. You know who they beat? They beat Mineral Springs, didn't they, who, was un, who, who didn't win a game. Yeah. yeah. And then Last year. Yeah. And so, and then this year they turn it around, and you know, to, you know, to be honest, Hazen's probably too much for them. Uh, you know, when, when they played in, early in the year, you know, Carlisle led the whole game. Hazen comes back in the in, after getting their quarterback for the second half. He, that yeah. offense comes alive. They end up pulling it out. It's still an eight point game, sure. but 
you know, probably a little different maybe if it's a full game. Coach Kelly, have you ever been to a 2A game? Like, and in, in not yeah. the state championship? You ever been to like a rivalry yeah. 2A game? They're, they're the most fun yeah, games. I grew up, I grew up, I grew oh. up playing 2A uh, games. Okay, well, I'm talking about like yeah, are coach. You, like, are you from Glenwood? <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know Jeff Stanridge? Yeah. Okay, I, I worked with Jeff, was one of the owners of our agency. Um, he was two years older than he was two years older than me. All right. Well, that will wrap us up with our playoff talk. But we're now going to do our week four playoff picks. And yeah. uh, and I think, Coach, this is when I normally go. But uh, I really wanted to uh, you to tell the story real quick of the of the Bobby Crawford. Bobby Crawford. We were talking about this before before we go. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, we were talking about you doing a podcast before we pick or after. No, no. Uh, you can stay on a pick. I got to go. I got, I got to okay. bed to go. I got, I got he bed. can't stay on if you ain't here because he's on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to go then. Oh, uh, uh, but no, so we were talking about doing a podcast after the season and getting some you know coaches on and doing some uh, I guess Zoom calls and and maybe Bobby Crawford who's been an official for fifty four years and uh, I was telling him this Coach Kelly this and he's like oh I got some great stories from Bobby and and I do too but it, yours is pretty funny. Is it, is well, it, is I'm, it, I'm no. Huh? Is it appropriate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think Bobby here. And if he does, I guess he shouldn't have made the mistake. <laughs> one up against me in the knowledge area. It's but, okay. Uh, we only have two yeah. fans that listen to this. Yeah. So. yeah. I think That's officials good. listen to well, us. <laughs> well, good. Uh, you know, most officials, I think, appreciate me because I didn't yell at them. I instead, I, I yelled at one one time. Tell this story first, first, and then we'll be the decider. <laughs> but, 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 but no, but, but, uh, so I, I am known in the, in the, I mean, even officials call me up during the week and they would say, Hey, could you tell me this rule on such and such? Cause I, I like obscure facts and stuff. And I read the rule books backwards and forward. And I was known as the rule guy. Coaches called me all the time asking me for rules, interpretations, asking for this. So they had to kind of set it up. So when I went into a game, I knew I knew more than the officials did. And not that I could say a kid was holding or not, but I knew what was, you know, what the rule was. Well, we were in a game that we're playing Warren in 2014. 2014, and and we're uh, uh, we're onside kicking, and one of their players keeps take uh, when the ball came to him, he just batted it out of bounds. Well, it is illegal to bat a football in a high school game. Uh, on a free kick, and that's what a kickoff is, is a free kick. Nobody can rush him while he's doing it. That's what determines if it's a free kick or not. So this kid bats out two of them in the first half, and I'm just beside myself because I'm telling Bobby, I'm telling my guy on my side, and I'm saying, hey, he can't do that. Uh, he didn't know. And, I, and so I was, you know, I'm yelling at Bobby, Bobby, he can't do that. Yeah, you can, coach. You don't know the rule. I'm like, you're the telling the wrong guy. You don't know the rule because I know all the rules. And so we, he does two of them that way. So two opportunities we didn't have. I was pissed off. And so at halftime, instead of going with my team and instructing them, Chasing I was so officials. frustrated. I went down, I went, no, I went down to my, I went down to my office and I got my rule book and I highlighted exactly where the rule said that the receiving team can't bat the ball on a free kick. And I highlighted it, and I went and knocked on the official's door. said, I'm not going to bother you all, but I brought you the rule to read in the rule book. Bobby's yelling, I'm not reading that rule, coach. <laughs> so I said, Bobby, I've highlighted, I've highlighted it, and I've bookmarked it, and I'm going to throw it in your room. And if you don't read it, you don't have any integrity, and you, just, and you don't even care if you screw a bunch of kids. 
and I opened the door and threw it in. <laughs> Go was, back was up there. The door? And, do what? Was he barring the door? <laughs> No, no, he wasn't barring the door. He was just sitting in there. So uh, go back up there, and by this time, you know, you got a 20-minute half. By this time, it's time for everybody to come out. So I don't even go down with my players. I'm just down there. I'm just, I'm just staying on the sideline. They come out. The refer- the officials come walking up to, to start the second half. Well, both teams line up on the thing, and, I've, and, and, and Bobby looks at me, and I start walking over towards him. I said, did you read that rule, Bobby? And he said, yeah, Coach, I read the rule. And so he said, come here. So I walked over there and he said, you're right. I'm sorry. You know, I missed those. Both of us, but Bobby, that didn't help me now. Mm-hmm. But you can make this up to me. He's like, well, well, what do you mean? I said, well, I want you to look me in the eye right now and say, you're the man when it comes to rules, not me. <laughs> and I said, he goes, coach, I'm not, I'm not going to say that. I said, Bobby, I said on, on non-conference games, I can't, I can't do anything about it during conference games because those are assigned. But on non-conference games, you're never doing a game here again unless you tell me I'm the man. He said, I don't want to do that. So I start walking off. He goes, Coach, can I? he goes, Coach, you're, you're the man. I said, no, 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 no. you got to have a witness. So we go go get it to another one of his officials. And comes over there. I said, say it, Bobby. He goes, you're the man. I said, I can't hear you, Bobby. <laughs> he goes, Coach Kelly, turn, you're the turn man. Your mic on. Turn to, your mic on, Bobby. <laughs> you're, you're the man. You're the man when it comes to rules. I said, thank you, Bobby. You're still my. You're still my favorite official. Yeah. Hey, that's good. Off, hey, the, the, the crazy part of that story is uh, they made such bad half halftime adjustments they lost the game. <laughs> <laughs> no, no that the other matter. team did. Yeah, we won. Yeah. We won the game. Thank no, you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so, so, hey, we only got eight games to pick. Let's just pick them okay. real quick, and then Coach Kelly can pick you, too. There we go. All right, so first first game, Carlisle and Hazen. The 2A state championship this Friday at noon. I'm going Hazen by 10. I got Hazen by 10. Uh, Dusty's got I Hazen got by – go, go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to say Hazen by, by 14. Okay. Dusty's got Hazen 15. Kevin's got Hazen 20. All right, number two, Boonville at Melbourne. I'm going Bearcats here by six. The Boonville – Bearcats. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Bearcats versus Bearcats with a Z. Yeah, a K and a Z. Yeah. Uh, So I've got the I've got Boonville by eight. Coach Kelly. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say Boonville by eight. I'll say Boonville by seven. All right. Uh, Dusty's got Boonville by seven, and Kevin is living on the lonely island of Melbourne by three. Melbourne just keeps winning though, and no one, you know, I mean, they they just do it different ways. Well, they're just they're undefeated. There's nothing flashy about them. Trey Wren and and, and Carter uh, Carter Bad, those guys, they're just physical and they just they're they're methodical. They don't make mistakes. But Boonville hits you in the mouth. Yeah, they will. And they got when they got, I mean, with so many different options. Yeah, they'll have two players. Boonville is the also the equivalent of the knows they're going to win in that area. You know, Mm, I mean, they've they've been deep in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. All right, number three, Charleston at Rising. I've got Charleston by 13. I've got Charleston by 14. Coach Kelly? Hey, Charleston. Charleston's legit. And but but rising rising by one. It's, it's gonna be a great. Game. Well, he is on Lonely Island because the other two knuckleheads have got both got Charleston by 14. <laughs> well, you said rising by one. Yeah, right. Ryzen's also there. You know, what I mean, hey, they're, hey, they're these there. Are, they're, they've these been are there. powers. You, for, as long as you and I can go back in our life, Ryzen's been winning football games. Yeah. Yeah. Number four, Arkadelphia at Harding Academy. I've got Arkadelphia by three. I've got Arkadelphia by nine. Harding Academy. 
by uh, no, by, by three by their kicker. Just do the kicker. <laughs> no, nope, two field. He gets two field goals. <laughs> two field goals. <laughs> or or he misses an extra point. Uh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, but he, uh, it'll be in the parking lot. It'll yeah. be on on Race Street. Okay, yeah, right. He misses it. Arkadelphia. Yeah, uh, yeah. This has got Arkadelphia by fourteen and Kevin Arkadelphia by ten. All right, number five, Nashville at Warren. I've got Nashville Ma- by Malvern, Malvern. Or at Malvern, sorry. Nashville at Malvern. I got Nashville by three. Do you really? I thought I was going to be on Lonely Island this week again. I got Nashville by one because that's what I picked them last week and it happened. Yeah. they. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if, if Elkins is the same as uh, Malvern. 14-point <clears throat> difference last game, two scores. What do you think, Coach Kelly? God, I, I, I think I think Nashville's going to have a tough time after that emotional game and yeah. a million points being scored against Elkins. I'm, I'm going to say Malvern by Malvern by five. And then Dusty's got Malvern by seven and Kevin by eight. What did I tell you after the Greenwood PA game? That the, I said Greenwood. There's not a team in Arkansas that Greenwood could beat this week. You know, after that, you know, emotional win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, just I mean, yeah. they had nothing to play for. You know, like just the emotion of. Well, that. they didn't start. They they, they sat, started they at three o'clock. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, well, they sat a bunch of guys too. Let's, let's, yeah, yeah. You know, you know I, I just there. I just thought you know after that emotional win, you see it all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember tough, yeah, the Highland tough. Park game when we went to win? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and everybody's yelling at us. You think Almost the outside kicks are going to work now? <laughs> We're walking along. Yeah. Yeah. All right, number six, we got Parkview versus Shiloh Christian, the 5A state championship Saturday at noon at War Memorial Stadium, and I've got Parkview by three. I got I got Shiloh by eight. Oh, say so this is going to be the best game I think of the, of the yeah. Oh well, and the PA Greenwood too. Yeah. I'm gonna say I'm almost I'm, I'm gonna say Shiloh by thirteen. Dusty's got Shiloh by eight. Kevin's got Parkview by twelve. All right, number seven, Greenwood at Pulaski Academy. I've got PA by seven. I got PA by eight. I got Greenwood by twelve. Do you really? Uh, yeah, no, I'm not really. But I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm feeling it. Uh, you know, our six A riders. I don't know who they have this week. They have Look, Greenwood. They've got good. No, yeah. I think that's. We talked about it, but I, you know, I've, I don't know. I just wasn't really impressed with PA last two weeks. So Dusty's got PA by fourteen, and in, in Kevin by twelve. So, Coach Kelly. I want to know what you think about this. PA 20. Oh, okay. Bold strategy there, Cotton. <laughs> I, I, that's how I picked it the first time. It worked out for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right, number eight, Bryant at Bentonville, or versus Bentonville, War Memorial at 6.30 on Friday evening. I've got the Bryant Hornets winning their fifth state championship in a row by seven. To set a new record, to set a new modern-day record. That's something, isn't it? Four was the number. Us, us, and uh, PA and Barton, uh, maybe Barton. Barton, yeah, it's pretty PA awesome. Barton. No, 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 no. I think it was PA Junction City. Barton oh, okay. had three in a row, and then lost one. Yeah, I think it was yeah. Junction. Before City. No. we go, yeah, I think it was Junction. Hang City. on, we got to finish picking this oh, out. Oh. I got Brian by twenty-four, Dusty twenty-one, <laughs> and and Kevin uh, Bohannon by ten. So, Coach Kelly, what you got? Bryant seventeen. All right. That's all of them. All right, Thomas, what were you going to say? All right, before we go, is is there any future? You, you see you roaming the sidelines. Uh, do you ever get the itch to talk to Anthony about play calling? Uh, you know, or, or, you know, see something and you have to hold yourself back? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I see things all the time. It's like, golly, I'd call this. Golly, I'd call yeah, that. So, yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, you can't, go, a, you can't a, go tell Adam, like, hey, you know, this, I mean, I, this is what I would do, you know. <laughs> 
Because then you know it just I don't know how I don't know how you do it. Because no, my, what I do is I never ask. I never tell Adam anything unless he asks me. Yeah, but you can he whisper it to, to Todd or somebody, the trainer, <laughs> and then you're like, you know, hey, I think the safety's moving over here. Maybe this way. Well, <laughs> I do. I do. I do have a guy that I don't mind telling that throw him in the sidelines that. That doesn't mind talking to Adam about things. Yeah, just don't tell us who it is, so then Adam won't be thinking, man, this oh, guy's really good. Uh, uh, I, I will tell you, you know, a, a quick story. Last year, uh, Green, Greenbrier PA game, I, I run the chains uh, at home games. And it's I, the, I think it was a 14-point game at the at this moment, and we kind of had the momentum, and uh, it was like fourth and 16, and y'all had the ball on about the 50. And uh, Adam said, Coach Lucas, we got to punt. He said, we're not punting. He said, we can't give them the ball right now, right here at midfield. They're, they're going to go score and make it a one-score one, one score game. He said, we're not punting. By that time, he said, call timeout then. So, he called timeout. <laughs> they all get in the huddle, and you can tell it's a heated discussion. Adam walks back. He goes, guess we're not punting. <laughs> yeah, what happened? So, they, they throw an interception. They threw a bomb. They threw, oh, was that when they threw a pick? Yeah, they threw a pick, and instead of our kid knocking it down, oh, he catches yeah. it. Catches it. And then the very next play is when Cooper runs that long run. And t- oh, that's and when we won the Sully Award. Yeah. <laughs> they, they won the Sully Award for best call of the year. On that play. Yeah. That's right. Uh, for the broadcasting. Oh, wow. But, oh, that's pretty cool. But last question. Is there any uh, way you get that itch again in the next five years? Oh, I've always got the itch. Yeah. I know. Yeah, there's a good chance. Yeah. What, what, what would it take? I mean, like, I mean, it would take me being able to have the ability to finish my business, putting it in and, and, and running it, and the ability to and, – and for me to have uh, people that – I mean, I'm not good. You know, I'm in a position now where I've got it figured out. Give me a couple of good guys. They don't even have to be experienced coaches. Give me a couple of good guys to work with. And – an administration I don't have to battle with, you know. So I'll you, be happy. would you would you like to do it at the at the high school level, or would you like to go college level again? Uh, high school or high school or or go back to the NFL. Yeah, you know, one of those. Yeah, two. sure. Because high school kids, high school kids, uh, you know, you got to battle with parents and stuff. But but for the most part, they'll listen to you. They think you know a lot as a coach. On uh, the NFL level. I didn't think it would be this way, but those guys walk in and they're multi-millionaires, but they listen to you because their job depends on That's right. It's all business. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing uh, being up there and just seeing how, even in the off-season, those guys come in ready to listen and work and, and stuff like that. And and, uh, and the college with the transfer portal Ugh. and people coming and going and the no loyalty. You know, people say people jump around the NFL a lot. Yeah. It's got nothing. It's no. got nothing on college. It's a mess. And it's, it's a disaster. There's no loyalty at all. There's no development of players because Mm-mm. there's no use in spending time with your young guys because they're going to be out of there at the, that year anyway. After they don't get to play, they're going to be mad. Then throw in IL on top of that. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, they now have, with honestly, the trans, with the uh, – They've the ruined college school football. Choice. They have ruined college football. Yeah, college football it's, sucks. People, you can watch it on a Saturday. I promise you, if people got to see, I don't care if you're at Ohio State or, or Michigan or Georgia or wherever, if people could see behind the scenes and it, how it really was, nobody would watch it anymore. You'd be yeah. like, that, 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 well, they might watch it because I still watch it. I know how it is. It's, it's depressing how sure. it is. 
And it's not anybody's fault except for the people that made the decision to let them yeah. do it because it was going to be this way. It was going to be a money grab. It was going to be kids fighting over money. It's going to be kids jealous of each other because he's got money and I don't. Right. It was going to be kids packing it up and leaving for a school that would pay them more money. I mean, and you got coaches that are just they, going, they're, they're just playing the game they're dealt with. They have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah they have that's to. Right, that's they right. have to. Well, now with school and, and choice too, it's kind of happening I talk, I talk, in high school. Uh, let's say, let's say they build that new school in West Little Rock uh, that, that I've heard yeah. they're talking about. Now, let's yeah. just say they, 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 here's the keys to the program. You're the headmaster. You're running the school. Okay. How many guys, quarterbacks from around the 30 mile area come to play for you? How many receivers? Any of them that want to play, any, if it's me, any of them that want to throw for 5,000 yards. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah. so, and, and so. Feeling. Feeling. So, hey, do you, and honestly, it's not, I don't necessarily say it's recruiting, but like if, it recruits that guy itself. Has, that's what I'm saying. Winning recruits itself. That's right. And and so these teams that keep winning in West Little Rock and Bryant, they, I mean, they just people want to play for winners. Mm-hmm. And so the yeah. the poor oh, yeah. the poor get poorer and the rich get richer. Hundred percent. And it's tough. But I mean, but in reality, that's how our whole country built. Mm-hmm. The businesses that give you the best service, the best product for the best price, the ones that win, the ones that provide success. What you think is success for your family are the businesses that win. The schools that are going to provide winning are going to be the ones people want to go to. I mean, nobody – but think about it. You guys all play football. Football is hard. It's At hard. times, yeah. football sucks. Yeah. And it's, it's harder sucks. now because of all the what summer kind stuff. Of, what kind, yeah. yeah, what kind of reward is it if you go there and go two and eight? That's right. I mean, is it worth all the suck? Yeah. You know? I mean, there are some great parts about it. And kids don't realize why you're doing it, it sucks. But now that we're older, we can look back and we remember even the hard top people. Sure. You know, yeah. we like it now. But, I mean, then it's that, that we are a, we are a, I want satisfaction right now. If I'm going to play practice this hard, it's going to be this hard, I want to win. And if you're not winning, if they've got a chance to leave, People do. I mean, yeah. it's just the way it is. Well, I'm talking about you being in the Little Rock area and your system, even if it's a new school, how many guys from these other schools come? School choice, yeah. School choice. And yeah. and then would PA be mad at you if you took all their quarterbacks? <laughs> I mean, honestly. But honestly <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's, it's funny. At one point four years ago, the starting quarterback at PA, of course, the starting quarterback at Bryant was Ren Hefley. Starting quarterback at Catholic was uh, – I mean, not Catholic. Uh, yeah, Catholic was a kid that I had. And the starting quarterback at North Little Rock. Greenwood, the Green, yeah. Greenwood has 17 players up there in Northwest Arkansas <laughs> starting that were no, on the roster. No but, no, but I mean, all four quarterbacks in Little Rock of those schools were mine. Yeah. No, I'm saying Greenwood has grade. four yeah. quarterbacks they, starting okay. that were on the roster together. Uh, Alma, did, did, trusty, Dizzy Dean, Dizzy Dean at uh, Elkins, Elkins, Dean, Trusty yeah, at Alma. They're all Greenwood quarterbacks. Yeah, but, that's what I'm saying. I had four yeah. that were all starting somewhere else. They were all under me through ninth grade. They all went somewhere else to start. That's what that, that's what happened with Greenwood. <laughs> You're the yeah. training facility. So hey, we need to go get a new quarterback. Let's go to Greenwood. Well, basically, uh, basically one's going to make it. Yeah, yeah. You we know, I hope the it's start, the, best. And the other one are going to leave. Yeah, yeah, the other one's going to leave. Yeah. 
Well, well, good. Yeah. I think I'm ready to go to bed. All right. Yeah, we got to get these players' stats in, and then we'll oh, they do the stats. Out. Well, Coach, I, I just want to personally say thank you for coming on with us. It's been a joy. And I uh, also want to personally thank you for your support for my son, Cooper. Uh, what you did for him was a, a blessing, and uh, he'll never forget it. So I appreciate that. Yeah, well, Coach, Cooper, we enjoyed Cooper it. Was my hey. first, Cooper was my first quarterback offered a scholarship when I was at uh, at Presbyterian in South Carolina. I wanted him to come back. I would have taken him and – they been pretty cool. You know, we, did, yeah. we didn't win a lot of games for a lot of reasons I can't say. We, uh, I'm not allowed to say if I'm sure. in agreement. But, <laughs> but I'll, say, I'll, say, I'll say this. You know, we still threw for 4,000 yards, came in third in the country, and I have no doubt Cooper would do the same thing. Come down. Sure. Because sure. he he's just a worker and a talent, and uh, I love talking to him. You, you did a nice job with him. Well, thank guy. you. It's going to be exciting to see where his future, you know, now that he's going to be, be somewhere different and maybe get some better. Hey, and you coming to the work show? Uh, December 12th, I'm going to send you the invite. You talking to me? Yes. Oh, probably so. Okay. At your, at your, will it be your first one? Well, it'll be my second, but yeah, it'll be the first one that I'm emceeing, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a party. That's worth the popcorn right there. My, uh, my uh, banquet uh, manager slash mom is telling me that I can't, I got to stop inviting people. Because we, we may be full. I'm like, no, just we'll make room. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it up to your mom to fix the problem. I know. I'm like, hey, just order more food. We're good. <laughs> well, Coach, we appreciate right. it. Yeah, we enjoyed it, guys. All right. I'll see you all later. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Thomas. All right. All right. So, we're going to get into our week three highlights for players of the week. And so, we'll start at Charleston, which Mr. Brandon Scott – who Junks talked about earlier, was 10 of 15 for 108 yards, three touchdowns, and 67 yards rushing. All right, we got uh, Brian, Jordan Walker, 6 for 12, 115 yards, one touchdown, 15 carries for 82 yards, and one touchdown for the Hornet. And James Martin, 14 carries, 103 yards, two touchdowns. I believe James Martin was one of our players of the week last week. And then Mr. Donovan Witten over at Arkadelphia, 13 of 24, 182 yards, and five touchdowns. And then D'Angelo Buckley, eight carries, 113 yards, two touchdowns. Jay Purifoy, two catches, 48 yards, two touchdowns. And then Trip Cannon, six catches, 72 yards, and a score. Over at Harding Academy, sophomore quarterback Owen Miller, Miller who we've talked about uh, tonight, 30 for 44, 256 yards, three touchdowns, 52 yards rushing, one touchdown. What a game. What a game. Nashville, Sloan Perry, 184 yards and three touchdowns passing and then had 25, 25 carries for 170 yards and two scores. And Trey Hopkins, 30 carries for 259 yards and three touchdowns. Wow. Deshaun Chairs at Elkins, 16 carries, 138 yards, two touchdowns, three catches, 73 yards, one touchdown. Dizzy Dean, 19 for 26, 382 yards throwing the ball, two touchdowns and one rushing touchdown. And then Aiden Williams from Elkins, eight catches, 268 yards, three touchdowns. Man, what a season Elkins had. Well, they did. In Prescott, Mr. Travion Dickens, three rushing touchdowns and one two-point conversion catch. And I think that's all for Prescott. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's all we had for Prescott. Uh, Darren Benton, Bennett from Parkview, 23 carries, four, 133 yards and two touchdowns. And then Cam Settles, 13 carries for 102 yards and one touchdown. In Greenwood, Mr. Hunter Houston, 25 of 42 for 259 yards, two scores, and 59 yards rushing and a touchdown. Over at Malvern, Cedric Simmons, 139 yards passing, one touchdown, 98 yard on the ground with a score. And then Jalen Dupree, 32 carries, 196 yards, and two touchdowns. 
in Benton, Mr. Braylon Russell, 39 carries. That's toting it right there. It is. 39 carries for 234 yards and two touchdowns. Listen to this. Catholic Sam Sanders, 26 for 42, 290 yards, five touchdowns throwing the football. He had a heck of a season. He did. He really did. At Pulaski Academy, Kel Busby, 22 of 41, 481 yards, six touchdowns, and one rushing touchdown. And Kenny Jordan had 26 carries for 224 yards and a score. You know, that, that uh, so much offense in that game. Yeah. <laughs> so, over at Shallow Christian, Eli Wisdom, 243 yards on the ground with four touchdowns. It almost sounds like maybe I got a wrong stat there. Oh, you know, that's probably that's right. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, for a quarterback, you yeah, know. Sure. You, used to, you usually see him at least with a few, few passing touchdowns. <laughs> and he may have it, just right. don't have it. Uh, Bo Williams at Shallow, 25 carries, 151 yards, and three touchdowns. At Rising, Kelvin Hadley. 30 carries, 173 yards, two touchdowns, and a touchdown catch. Dax Goff from Boonville, 17 carries, 189 yards, one touchdown, and one touchdown passing, and a two-point conversion. In Rivercrest, Michael Rayner, 23 carries, 145 yards, and one score. Jason Sullivan at Carlisle, running back we've talked about a lot, 31 carries, 189 yards, and four touchdowns. In Bentonville, Carter Nye, the quarterback, is 19 of 28 for 213 yards and a score. Nick Stone had 11 tackles, two of those for a loss and a forced fumble, and Josh Ficklin had 70 yards rushing and 39 yards receiving. Abe Owen at Cabot, 127 yards passing, 52 yards rushing. Low-scoring game there. Uh, Evian, Evian Jimerson, 29 carries, 152 yards, one touchdown. Good, as a good season by Cabot. It man. was just man. come up just a little bit short. They had the Owen kid played played really well. Yeah, and McGee, Mister Tyreek Newman, seventeen carries, one hundred fifty two yards, and three touchdowns. Trey Wren, the Melbourne quarterback, fourteen for twenty one, two hundred thirty one yards, two touchdowns, and one rushing touchdown. And then finally, Heath Balance of Glen Rose, thirty two carries, one hundred ninety six yards, and two scores. So, Mister McJunkins, give us our players of the week last week. Yep. Last week of Players of the Week. Last week, yep. yep. Uh, week 13, this will be our last one because we do go in. We have some state championships starting this weekend. Uh, we've got some names that you've seen a bunch, but, hey, we're down to the, the final few. That's right. Uh, 2A, Jason Sullivan from Carlisle. Uh, 3A, Kelvin Hadley from Rising. Good to see a Rising guy on there. Uh, 4A, Sloan Perrin from Nashville. I think he's a repeat. Uh, five, Eli Wisdom, Shallow Christian. I know he's a repeat. Number six, Kel Busby from Pulaski Academy. He's a repeat. And then number uh, 7A uh, is one that's – I think it's first time. Yeah, I think so. George, his teammate was last week, but yeah. Jordan Walker from Bryant. Very nice, very nice. So, great game by those guys, and good luck to all the state finalists this week and their semifinalists. So, it's <laughs> last two weeks of high school season. Man. Is it? Man. It's hard to believe. Hogs, uh, man, what do you say? I've got like five question marks after that. Like, I don't even know really what to say. Basketball's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking but, of, I, I know we're we're not gearing that way, but yeah. I do want to say, did you see Council's dunk? No, I was sick. <laughs> we may have the two best dunks in the country so far this year. It was just sick. I mean, that's all you can say about <laughs> it. But yeah, man, it's just it's, it's disappointing the way we ended the season. Yeah. I, I I've got on here. What's going on at Fayetteville? I mean, there's well, something. It just seems the team's divided. Like yeah. they're they're not playing as a unit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to spread rumor. Sure, but just say something that, that kind of sticks out to me. So I've heard that the whole strength coach deal was more of. A, I heard he. I I was told he encouraging uh, players to leave. Really. 
may not be it true at all. But the reason what I did find kind of interesting is one of the one of the guys that announced today that he was in the portal was uh, he thanked the strength coach. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's not a good look. No, it's yeah. not. And this was days after I'd heard that. It's not like I heard that today after sure. that came out. Yeah, this come out after. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know. I, do, I, I I'm a little disappointed that we use that as a scapegoat because I think that's what it was. Yeah. I, you know, Pittman is. And I'm a Pittman fan. Don't, don't get me wrong. I don't want him gone. I, I want him to be there. For, I want him to be our coach. I want him to win. But I, you know, after the game, he said we. I I watched that game and I saw us getting beat physically, and then so then he fires his strength coach. Uh, that's not what happened. Yeah. yeah, we we may have gotten beat physically, but but the strength coach after you beat. Ole Miss beat the brakes off of Ole Miss and then get beat by Missouri is not the strength coach's fault. Right, right, yeah. But we did. We did get dominated off, up front. Yeah, Gave yeah. It, what, we got dominated six, by Liberty, too, up front. Six or seven sacks? Yeah. I mean, what in the world? Liberty, same way. I don't. I just don't get it, man. I, I don't, don't either. I, I don't think that I, – I I've seen people say he's lost the locker room. I don't believe that. Yeah. Uh, I think that there – I think the team has maybe checked out a little bit. I think with, you know – that tends to happen when your season's not going very sure, well. Sure. Uh, but you're seeing people leave now, and people are kind of losing their minds over that. But the fact is you're seeing guys that played a little bit of special teams for two years and aren't getting to play yeah. leave. Well, the, and I've got on here, I mean, these, these next six, seven weeks, yeah. Pittman's fixing to earn his money. because Yeah, he is. I, I, who knows if you'll have a coaching change. I'm sure you will between either Browse or, or Odom. Yeah. Or maybe both. I mean, who knows? Odom may get hired. Yeah, that's what well, I'm saying. Well, Ross might too. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that he's going to fire anybody. Right, right, but, right. And then you got – there's no telling how many kids are going to end up leaving, how many kids from other teams are going to come in. Like, it's just an absolute mess. I, I heard the other day, and December 5th is the first day that you can officially enter the portal. Like right, you can, right, right. You can announce it. You can yeah, announce right. it, but you're not actually on the market right, right. until the 5th. There's already 1,600 kids. I saw that. 1,600. That's insane. It is insane. And I'm talking about kids that have, have had significant playing time for the yeah. teams that they're playing for and just up and leaving. Right. And the stat that really bothers me is 80% of those kids will not find a place to play next year. No. I want to tell you something that, that I don't want – I've always been an Odom fan. Mm-hmm. But I want to say something that uh, has kind of struck me. I thought that Fouché and Brooks, I was glad they were gone. I thought, man, bye. Yeah. We're going to get better. I was like, I, I, I even said, with Slusher playing the way he is with Catalan back, they may not even get to play. Yeah. But then I've watched them both starting and playing well at LSU. What does that tell you? Sure. sure. Something wasn't right That's in right. Arkansas. Yeah. I agree. So hopefully, man, they'll get it figured out. I'm a Pittman fan. I, me too. I, I want him to be successful. I really do. Well, and, here, and here's the deal. Same with Nut. I mean, with, I know Nut. I think was the, was also the offensive coordinator. Yeah. But but your your co- head coach in most cases are your raw guys. Sure. And so it's moving, changing your your coach is not your head coach is not going to fix the problem. Now, do we need a new offensive coordinator? I don't know. Do we need a new defensive coordinator? I don't know, but I do know that, I, or I believe that Sam Pittman can be successful with Arkansas. I do too. I agree. Hope he can get it done. Yep. Well, guys, thanks for joining us. I know it was probably a little bit uh, long today, but what a what a treat that was to yeah. have Coach Kelly with us. So, uh, hope you enjoyed it, and we'll check you next week.
You've been listening to Between the Mats, your year-round source for Arkansas high school sports with Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, produced by Carl Spears. And special thanks to our sponsor, American Safeguard Insurance. I'm JB Brazil. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of Between the Mats. Between the Mats.